It's our course Radiothon day two today. So we had our sister station Kissin' Country 103.9 and Global News on location all day yesterday. We're doing our show here today. And then our afternoon host Jayla Nye is going to be here this afternoon. Uh, you can text the word Stollery to 45678 if you want to make yep. a quick and easy donation. 10 20 or $25. Um, or you can give us a call. Uh, 407 Kids. That's right. As you can tell, we have a special guest who just is <laughs> demanding that we go straight to him. Yeah, I think uh, I think we're going to put down these phone numbers for a minute. We're going to talk to uh, Madeline's parents, Tara and Matt. Madeline is two years old, and man, she just got a burst of energy as soon as these mics turned on. Man, oh man, what a little busy body. Thanks so much for chatting with us this morning, Tara and Matt. Thank you for coming in, guys. Why don't we? Uh, Madeline is just uh, just adorable. She is just a beautiful, beautiful little girl. Um, you found out that you were going to have some issues with her health-wise before she was even born, right? Yeah, so we actually found out that she had a heart issue when I was 20 weeks pregnant. Okay, what was the heart issue? Um, so Madeline has hypoplastic left heart syndrome, so she is missing the left ventricle of her heart. Okay. Oh, my gosh. So, so 20 weeks pregnant, you find this out. What, what is that moment like, Tara? <laughs> Just completely surreal? Awful. It's it's your worst nightmare. Um, we actually had a really hard time getting pregnant with Madeline, so to find out at 20 weeks that your baby has a major heart defect is is crushing. So what was the situation then in terms of, I mean, before she's even born, I imagine a lot of preparation goes into it in terms of what we're going to do to make sure that this works out, right? A lot of appointments. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Lots of ultrasounds. Um, we actually got to meet Madeline's now cardiologist, Dr. Hornberger, the day that we found out Maddie had a heart issue. So. Oh, my gosh. And we were lucky enough to have... Dr. Hornberger take on Madeline as her little kiddo when we were in the stallery and she's been with us now since day one basically. Wow. So. so you find this out at 20 weeks pregnant and then you go through the rest of the pregnancy knowing that once she's born she's going to have to get some some surgeries or some attention right? What was so what was what did that look like after you gave birth? What was the process then? So I delivered Madeline at the Royal Alex Hospital, and Madeline was taken to the Stollery a half an hour later. Wow. Wow. So Did you get to hold her? I got to hold her for about 20 minutes. Oh, my gosh. And then she, she got transported here right away, and she was in the NICU for seven days before she went for her first open-heart surgery. Oh, my gosh. Um, a seven-day-old baby yeah. <laughs> getting a surgery like that. I mean, I can't imagine just as a parent, just even just to just to give her up and just to have to hand her over to specialists. I mean, that alone, but at seven days, I mean, just a tiny little body to get operated on, that's so scary. Definitely not the easiest day. No. Um, but here's Madeline today, so... <laughs> you, so did you have to stay at the Alec while she was brought over here, or did, eventually did you get over here? I, I finally got to come over here. I don't even know what time it was. I know it was later on during the day. Okay, that day, though, that day. Yeah, so I did get to come and see her, um, and I got discharged from that hospital that night, so... So when she's getting surgery at seven days old, I mean, obviously there's a recovery period after that, right? So did she, she had to stay in the stallery for a period of time after that? Yes. So we were lucky enough to get home just before Christmas, but Maddie was in the stallery for about a month after. Okay. Yeah, after. Yeah, about a month. Okay, so Matt, 
that was the first surgery. Obviously, it's not the last surgery. So yep. tell us what happened after she continued to grow. Well, we, we took her home and uh, we were able to have Christmas with her. And, uh, you know, we knew in the back of our minds that uh, we were facing a second surgery probably sometime in, in late, late winter, early spring. And... Uh, and she continued to grow, and, and we had lots of appointments to go to still. And uh, and basically, the the game was just to have her gain as much weight and, and grow as and get strong as possible for uh, for the second surgery, uh, which happened in in that spring. So, how old was she when she had her second surgery? What, four months, three or four months, five months. Yeah. Holy cow! Um, now, is are we done? Uh, no, we're uh, so we're gonna have a third surgery. Uh, it'll be sometime this year, probably summer or fall. Um, she'll have a heart cath uh, later this month or next month, and and they'll uh, they'll take a look at everything and uh, and kind of just get prepared and uh, uh, and yeah, we'll have a, a third surgery, the Fontan surgery, and uh, and hopefully from there, uh, um, no more surgeries for a long time. Yeah, no kidding. So what's life like though? I mean, basically we're we're at two years now, and I imagine. And it's just full of doctors and appointments and all the rest, right? We've we've been a really lucky family, um, being home for so long, and our life is actually pretty normal. Okay. Um, there are doctors' appointments. They've spread out over the last the last year. Um, we've been lucky enough to not have been admitted since April. So. I'm back at work. Madeline goes to a day home. We try to live a pretty normal life, as normal as we can. Um, obviously, we know that Maddie's not your normal average child, but we still like to we like to live as though she is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, by watching her, you know, play around. <laughs> I don't even know where she is. She took off. She's, she's gone. She's <laughs> running around like crazy somewhere. I mean, you wouldn't you wouldn't know. You wouldn't know that she had gone through any health issues, let alone a surgery at seven days old and then again at five months. So, wh- what what does it look like for her in terms of in terms of any kind of limitations that she'll have going forward? Um, as of right now, she does what she wants. Yeah. Um, Basically, we've been told that she can do whatever she wants to do, and she'll know. If it's something that she can't do, she'll know and she'll stop. Yeah. Or, I mean, she's so little right now that there's not, they don't tell us there's a whole lot of things that she can't do. Right, right. Yeah, her, her one limitation is her oxygen level is, is much lower than you and I okay. um, would have today. Uh, we'd be around 98, 99, and, and she's on a good day right now about 75. So. Okay. You know, we, we've got to watch that. Sometimes she has blue spells where her lips turn purple or blue, and, and we kind of just got to settle her down and, uh, and get those levels back up. How, how much support did the staff at the Stollery give you? Because I imagine, you know, just, just emotionally, I mean, what a scary thing to go through as a parent. So how, how did they kind of make it a little easier on you guys? There's, there's always someone. Uh, whether it's a nurse or your social worker or the doctors, there's always someone either coming in out of your room, making sure that not just your kiddo's okay, that you're also okay. Um, you know, you can stay with your kids now and you can spend the night with them when they're in the stallery. And there's, there's just everything here. Um, they bring animals around. I mean, they, they have it all. And... 
it's just it's amazing yeah kind of create that supportive environment i mean i yeah. can't can you even imagine it, not being able to come visit or not being able to spend the night mm. here i mean how difficult would that be when you're going through so much other stress as a parent it becomes your whole life though yeah, yeah right i mean it really does take over every aspect of your life doesn't it yeah, yeah. it does i mean you having a new baby is hard enough yeah exactly you have one that's sick I mean, born sick and your whole world changes more than you even could imagine yeah yeah and even just to hear you talk about oxygen levels and things like that i'm sure you had no concept of what that even was and now i'm you're probably almost you know very well versed in all of these things right i mean you probably know more about medicine than most people you learn lots on the fly yeah yeah Yeah, (laughs) i do well, so 407 Kids, of course, is the number to donate. You can text the word Stollery to 45678, uh, and you can make an instant donation of $10, 20 or $25. Um, you guys, what what would have been your options if if, if you lived elsewhere or if you didn't have a Stollery in your backyard? What what would you have done? Um, well, without the Stollery, I don't know what hospital we would have had to travel to or go to um, or else, you know, not... Not being in Canada would be huge. Yeah. Um, not having all of this provided to us for free. Right, yeah. yeah. So, I mean, you can imagine what the outcome is for some parents that are living in other countries and have to pay. And you just, you can't. Yeah. No, you, it'd be impossible. But we also talk a bit about, like, we're raising money to buy the specialized equipment and things like that. Because yeah. those are the, these are the kind of cases we're talking about. A seven-day-old baby having heart mm-hmm. surgery. Um, you need some very specialized equipment to do that, I would imagine. Yeah. And, I mean, without the Stollery, who knows exactly. if Madeline would be here. Yeah. Uh, I would also say, that, like, the surgeons and the specialists, yeah. too. Like, like, they're one of a kind. Um you know, our, our surgeon who's, who's did Madeline's two surgeries, like, they're continually doing research and, and developing things, and, and they're just they're brilliant people. Um, and obviously, to, to work on a seven-day-old heart, like, you've got to have special equipment, oh. special hands, like, uh, yeah, world-class people. Um, yeah, the best of the best. Yeah, we, we've met uh, some families uh, from Manitoba while we were here, um, so they all come out here for the for the surgeries, the heart procedures, things like that. So, um, you know, in Edmonton, uh, we often complain about the winters here, um, but we're so blessed to have this hospital in our own backyard. Yeah, you're absolutely right. And they do a, a tremendous amount of pediatric care. Installer is the hub for pediatric care right, in Western Canada. Canada. They yeah. do 12,000, over 12,000 surgeries per year on these little teeny tiny bodies, these these very specialized people and yeah, specialized equipment that has to do these surgeries. And it's it's the people, it's just the attitude here too. Like Maddie's walking around with a volunteer right now like yeah. their best friends, <laughs> just roaming around the place. And just as parents, it's got to be so comforting to know that there's just that that nurturing environment and that attitude of care here, right? Oh, for sure. I mean, you're never, you're never afraid. You have the best babysitters. Yeah. <laughs> the best babysitters you can ask for. Yeah, for sure. Well, for thank sure. you so much for coming in this morning. We appreciate it. Thanks for bringing in Maddie. She's just a little ray of sunshine. She's awesome. <laughs> She's just a little spitfire. Yeah, she really, really is. It's fantastic to see. And those are the kind of stories that we want to tell you about, the, the amazing work that gets done down here at the Stollery and uh, how lucky we are to have it here and how important it is that we support it. So if you want to, 407-KIDS is the number. You can also text 45678, text Stollery to that number, and then you can donate 10 20 or $25 that way. You can also go online at stollerykids.com, mm-hmm. make a donation that way.
Hi, it's Shauna, and I might be a bad parent because my kids think french fries are vegetables. Hey, it's Ryan, and I might be a bad parent because I went out for wings when my wife was in the hospital after giving birth. Johnny here. I might be a bad parent because in my house, the tooth fairy gives pocket change. But we're not alone. Len emailed us and said his six-year-old daughter's Tarzan moment going from love seat to lazy boy by curtains made him more proud than any dance <laughs> recital. And Andy left his two-year-old at the rink. All right, guys, I'm sure we're not alone, like Andy's kid. For stories and confessions like this, make sure you check out our podcast. It's called Bad Parents, and it's available wherever you get your podcasts. I left a glove at the rink.